Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. I am Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salisbury, all directors with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We're here to assure you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today, and this is kind of a record, we have a third program with Carl Kirby of Reasons for Hope Ministries. In the pre-show, Carl, you were telling us some great background about the things you're trying to get done that you're really excited about. And one of them was a story about what happened with you in relation to a youth camp. Would you tell us that? Yeah, it was a one of their camps. So these kids, they memorized scripture for a year during the right to go to this camp. So this a is, year? Yeah, oh yeah, they got to memorize scripture for a year's worth of scripture to get to this camp. So, you know, this isn't they were just dragging kids to get to this camp. These kids got to work to get there. And so they're the cream of the crop, man. So I walk in on day one, and this is just the way that I am. I'm not trying to be mean or disrespectful. I, you got to shoot this generation straight. And so I walk in, and you guys are the cream of the crop. You memorize scripture for again here. You're the best. But guess what? 50 to 80 percent of you are going to be gone by the time you're age 18, because that's the, that's the rates that are walking away from the church. So you, you're memorizing scripture. You've got the memorization, but you don't have the application. You can literally see their jaws drop, and they're like looking at me. Nobody's ever talked to us like this. Everybody comes in and gives them Bible stories and memorize this, memorize this. Praise God for a while, man. They memorize scripture. That's great. But the application piece is missing. So, I mean, I had one young man. He had memorized scripture for 10 years. He'd been there 10 years. And so he told me he had memorized 1,440 scriptures. Wow. I said, that's great. You got 1,440. Why would loving God about death and suffering? What about carbon dating? What about continental drift? What about lights from the star? What about aliens? What about UFOs and global flood? Where did water come from? Where did water go to? How'd they build 450 foot long wood boat that wouldn't fall apart leak like a sieve? How'd they get two of every step of some? Land blowing air breathing animals on a wooden boat? Huh? <laughs> Dude, your peers aren't going to care that you can quote 1,440 scripture. They're going to ask you questions. And if you can't answer those questions, they're going to kick you to the curb and just keep on going down the road. And you could just see these kids were just, their minds were blown. And I said, that's what we're going to deal with this week. If you walk out of here on Friday and you don't have the answer to the question that you're in here with right now, it's on you, brother. It's not on me. Because that's what we're doing. We're dealing with this. And that place blew up. Friday night wow. when they did their uh, campfire, you know, they have a campfire and kids get up and give a testimony and everything. They had literally a line, a line of students waiting to give testimonies. And the testimonies that they were given were, I'll tell you the first one, first young lady that got up, this is exactly what she said. I was done with Christianity. I thought it was for losers. I did not want to come to this camp. I didn't come to it for as long as I can remember. And my auntie made me come. I had to memorize a year's worth of scripture in one week to get here. This is the first time that I've ever been taught anything on how to apply my faith in the world around me. Another girl got right up after that, and she said, I was done with it. I was done with Christianity. And that was the way that these testimonies went. The camp director came over to me, and he said, Carl, we never get testimonies like this. We always get the kids getting up, and they're joking and laughing around. Oh, my counselor's cool, man. Radical. I had a blast. Dude, it's cool. And they didn't get any of that stuff. Would you come back next year? Yeah. So I went back the next year. Same thing. One of these kids again. During the middle of the week, one young lady's up there. She's like, uh, Mr. Kirby, I just want you to know that last year when you were at camp, I was that girl. I was the one that could I, I could sing all the songs. I was in church on Wednesday. I was in church on Sunday. I was there. And she just broke down and started crying. And she said, but I didn't know Jesus. And what you said changed everything. 
And again, the campfires on that Friday, we had one young man that got up and preached a 10-minute sermon. I'm like, dude, I wish I could preach like that. That kid rocked it. And that's the way that it went. And we're like, hell, can you come back next year? And I was like, I can't. I'm already booked next year. It drives me crazy that I can't be there. But I'm just saying to folks, you have a generation out there that a lot of parents have given up on. Oh, I don't understand it. There's too far gone. Look, I'm telling you right now, you got a generation that's hungry. They flat want truth, but they want you to look them in the eye and be real. Scripture memorization is fantastic. You don't include application with the memorization. We're done. There's deep truth in what you're saying. I was hit by a conference group that is going to have me do a seminar for them this summer. And they said, one of our problems with creation sciences right now, it's stuff that people think is fascinating. It hits them in the face. But then they ask, what am I supposed to do with this? And one of the answers we've got to give is not only can we now read scripture, believe scripture, move forward with the gospel with belief that every word is true. But also, this is probably a key to evangelism for millennials and generations X and Y. Yes. Let me put it like that. When I started Reasons for Hope, the whole format was, when it comes to our faith, we need to know it, live it, share it. Look, you can have all the answers in the world. And that's fantastic. We're called to study. We're called to have answers. But if you don't do the next part of live it, where your life and your lips are in sync, guess what? That's called hypocrisy. It's the number one attack against Christianity and rightfully so. But here you are. You can know it. You can have all the answers. You can live a great life. But if you never get to the point where you share Jesus because it's at his name that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess, it's not our arguments that brings anybody into the kingdom. It's the Holy Spirit drawing them through the name of Jesus. If you don't do all three of those, we're done. And so everything that we do at Reasons for Hope is with that format. Know it, live it, or share it. And so the piece that you just mentioned was the share piece is what we're trying to do now with. We're building a Smithsonian app. I lead tours through the Smithsonian, through the London Museum wow. of Natural History, through the Denver Museum of Natural History, through zoos all over the planet, through the Chicago Field Museum. I just trained 55 people two weeks ago at the Chicago Field Museum, and as a consequence, I'm now taking a school through there, and there's another group booking. When you teach how to apply your faith in the real world, amazing things happen because I am not trying to say anything bad about the Creation Museum. It's, I'm still passionate about it. But we don't need to build another Creation Museum on this planet. We have thousands of Creation Museums. If you teach a generation how to think and how to apply their faith, they can turn the Smithsonian, they can turn the Harvard Museum, they can turn the Chicago Field Museum, the London Museum, they can turn them all into Creation Museums. By walking in, here's what they say, here's what the Word of God says, Here's what we see. That is a mm. key component to getting a generation out of this complacency mode. Incidentally, we can identify with exactly what you're saying. More than five years ago, there was a exhibit, what they call the Darwin exhibit, mm -hmm. here at the Witte Museum here in San Antonio. We got the rare opportunity as our organization to act as docents of walking homeschool crowds through there and telling them exactly what it was from a creationist perspective. And so we know that you can turn one of those facilities into something very different. I remember this 10-year-old girl that was really asking questions. She was there and she really had some cognitive dissonance because of everything she was being presented everywhere else. And she understood that it didn't mesh with what was in the Bible. And she was raising a Christian family and a homeschooler. You're listening to Believing the Bible. For more information, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we have for a third time, Carl Kirby. Carl Kirby with Reasons for Hope Ministries. Carl, in the pre-show, you were talking about, you were listing off to one parent what you were going to talk to their kid about. And they said, oh, don't do that. She'll run away. Uh, tell us about that. I was speaking on a church on Sunday and then the campus started on Monday. This was out in Iowa. 
So I'm speaking, and I get done, and a lady comes up and says, oh, my daughter's come to camp with you this week. Oh, that's great. What are you going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about, you get all the different people, if you all go back one man and one woman, fossils, do they prove evolution? Uh, what about human evolution? What about Lucy? What about Artie? What about, you know, Eda? And this lady, you could just almost see her freeze. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she said, oh, please, please don't talk about that. And I said, why not? Well, my daughter, she'll be calling me by the second day that she wants to come home. And I said, I don't think so. Matter of fact, when I go into camps, I ask them, please give me an extra session every day. Because typically they want you to speak once in the morning, once in the evening. And they have the rest of the day booked out for all the fun stuff. And I said, give me a third session, please. Can't do it, man. We're all busy. I said, here, you got the free time, right? Typically it's after lunch. You got free time where they can go to the blob, all the activities. Let me do mine in there. It's totally voluntary. There's no pressure. And here's how we'll do it. On day one, when I do my first session, guys, I'm giving you index cards. Write down your questions, turn them in. Because every day, voluntary session, after lunch, during the free time, you can go do the blob or you can come in here and we're going to pull the questions and we're going to deal with the questions. You know what? I never have a problem getting kids to come back. I don't see kids running away. I see kids running to the fact that there's finally somebody that's addressing issues. And it's not just me. Please don't think this is me. You guys, I'm telling you, you're having the same consequences I know it. The same way that that 10-year-old girl, after going through the museum with you and you're pointing out this and pointing out this and teaching how to think, not what to think, this is the response that every person is going to get if they will take their faith seriously and put feet to it. Now, now, why do you think there was such a different response from the kids as opposed to the parent hearing about that material? Because the parents are like me, like I was before I got saved, before the scales were peeled off. It's just like, you know, we've given up. It's like, ah, it's just too much. I'm not a scientist. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. And it doesn't really matter. The kids, I'll tell you what the 16-year-old girl told me that I interviewed. I got her video. I said, your mom's going to tell me that nobody cares about this. What do you say? And I told her, I said, you tell me straight. I don't want you to play daddy cake me. I want you to tell me straight. Does your generation care about this? And she was like, yes, we care deeply. But we don't know where to get answers. We go to our teachers and they give us answers that just totally disregard the Bible. And then I go to my parents and I ask them questions and they don't know how to deal with it. So we don't know where to turn, but we care deeply about this stuff because we hear it all the time. Think about it. 900 hours in a school being taught a worldview that undermines the Word of God. Reinforced with 1,064 hours of television, reinforcing the fact that you can't trust the Word of God. Reinforced with 936 hours of video games. Of course this generation is under attack and they don't believe in Christianity or the Bible because they've been given a false perspective of it. And the older people have basically given up and fallen into the rut. We've got to get out of the rut. Carl, we thank you for all three of these interviews. We urge people to go to Reasons for Hope. That Their website is r4h.com. That's r-o-r-h.com. Reasons for Hope is a great ministry and we thank you for that. You guys bless me, but let me be with you. Stay bold. Thank you. Bye. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday
Wednesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Thank you.